When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PFF NFL Daily. Right now, it's our week five instant reaction here, Sunday night, right in between the four o'clock games and Sunday night football. As always, we're doing it every single week, Sam. So, week five, another crazy week in the NFL. It started, well, it really started Thursday night with the greatest primetime game we've ever seen in NFL history. But then you've got the London game this morning, the New York Giants. I told you it'd be a good game. I may not have picked the right winner, but I told you it was one of the games games of the week. The Giants moved to 4-1 and one, and then all sorts of other craziness this week. So what are your instant reactions so far to week five? Yeah, it did end up being a good game. Um, I don't know why. I mean, there, there was no reason that should have been a good game. And even halfway through the game, there was no reason that should have been a good game. It should have been Green Bay is fairly firmly in charge, and then they just somehow managed to not let that happen. This, my biggest sort of takeaway from this week is general confusion surrounding the NFC East. You know, Philadelphia makes sense. They're the only 5-0 and team in the NFL. I think they're a very good team. They survived a Cardinals uh, team that themselves is, I think, not as bad as people have been kind of making out. They're still capable of showing up and beating most teams in the NFL. Um, they survived that game. They go to 5-0. and They are rightfully in charge of that division. But Dallas is undefeated with Cooper Rush at quarterback. The New York Giants are somehow 4-1 and one after being seen as a sort of relatively fraudulent 3-1 and one team. I don't quite understand how they're winning games either. Big win the only team that, Yeah, and then, you know, okay, Washington makes some sense as well. But the, I, I don't really understand how those two teams in the middle are still winning all these games. So I, I, don't, I know we want to talk about Week 5 and instant reactions. I, the more I think about it, I really think we're hitting this NFL where offense is down, right? We see the offensive numbers down. There's some injuries on the offensive line. But, uh, you know, a couple years ago, it looked bleak as far as the great quarterbacks in the NFL. We're really not getting dominant quarterback play right now. Josh Allen's playing at a high level or Patrick Mahomes playing at a high level. Brady and Rodgers are down a tick right now. You've got Geno Smith maybe playing really well, but with one of the worst rosters in the NFL with the Seattle Seahawks. Jalen Hurts is playing really well. Okay, that's working. They're 5-0. and All I'm saying is there's no dominant quarterback play at the top of the league right now. So I think that's why you see teams with, like the Giants, running Saquon Barkley out of the Wildcat and getting creative. It's really, I think this year, coaching and creativity and a little bit of luck when it comes to some of these teams with great records. Dallas, excellent defense, you know, really cracking down on the Rams. And that's the other thing too, Sam. I think you look at the Rams, poor Matthew Stafford. He had a finger injury. He already came into the season with an elbow injury. His whole torso looked like he was, you know, he's <laughs> holding his ribs after every hit. I think the quarter, the best quarterbacks in the NFL or the guys that uh, have been the most productive over the last couple of years seem to have lesser supporting cast too, right? The Rams offensive line falling apart. Brady with the revolving door at receiver. Aaron Rodgers not having the same guys as previous years. I think all of that's adding up to this league being, you know, a whole lot of just uncertainty week, week after week. Yeah, we, we've talked a lot about 
some of the injuries that have happened so far this season and incredible concentration of them at on the offensive line, in particular at left tackle, but also there are teams that have had wide receiver groups decimated as well. I think some of these games are a reflection of that. You know, it's it's a lot of top quality players that are part of a quarterback supporting cast are not there at a time when defense is a little bit in the ascendancy. And by that, I mean, they've found um, a kind of direction to move in that does cause offenses problems generally, you know, and it's all this sort of too high coverage type of shells, the stuff that was happening to Kansas City specifically last year and is now a much more league wide trend. But you couple that with offensive lines that are struggling to pass block and all of a sudden you've got a defensive sort of setup that is taking away big plays, forcing quarterbacks to be patient and work through their progressions and take underneath stuff and a means of getting pass rush quicker because offensive lines are not as strong as they were with all these injuries and all of a sudden you're actually able to get pressure and force mistakes in this thing as well. I want to get to some of the controversies of the week, but first, the NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day, all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code PFF, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Sam, we've got one of the worst roughing the passer calls in NFL history. Brady mm. Jarrett, third down sack of Tom Brady, prolonged that drive. Bucks ended up pulling out the win 21 to 15. We have uh, Brandon Staley once again going forward on fourth down. Previous times, the controversy was, was going in. You gave up a field goal. You gave it. This was reminiscent of Bill Belichick back in 2009 going for one play away from the win and you don't get it. The other team's in field goal range, essentially, but it worked out ultimately. Chargers end up winning with the Browns missed field goal so those are some things i think that will be talked about this week yeah the roughing the passer call was horrific i mean it was a joke it was egregious uh, it was terrible jerome boger came out and sort of justified it in the, whatever it was the press conference the conversation with reporters afterwards and essentially used the tagline unnecessarily threw him to the ground which is the the magic words that the rule book uses for this kind of thing to qualify as roughing the passer only it wasn't like he didn't unnecessarily throw him to the ground he threw him to the ground in the act of sacking him he just tackled just, him this is defense like that's just how you play particularly look you can't have you can't have it both ways right if quarterbacks like josh allen and patrick mahomes and all these other guys that are capable of fighting out of insane physical contact and tackles and stuff and still making a ridiculous play as long as that exists you can't penalize a defender for, you know, making sure that the quarterback is not going to get out of this by putting the guy on the ground. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just say this is thud contact or two-hand touch and then we're done because it isn't. Like, as long as the quarterbacks are able to get away with that, the, de the defender should be absolutely and is allowed to do what Grady Jarrett did. Yeah, so it was, it was a bad call. It, look, I don't think it's a Tom Brady thing because we see bad calls like this all the time. And the previous play, 
the Falcons did have uh, no call pass interference that would have ended the game essentially, but terrible call, terrible way for the Falcons to not have another opportunity to win. By the way, the Falcons went for two to get within six, one of those, you know, analytical moves that's really smart. And they were in position to maybe have that game winning drive, but all for not. Mm-hmm. Um, any thoughts on the Chargers one? The uh, my, my issue now, uh, we saw this last year with the Chargers. It, it's not that you could just choose to be good on fourth and one or fourth and two. That would be quite the cheat code. It's like, I'll just be good. I'll just pick the good plays. But the Chargers do seem to be picking some low percentage plays, some ISO routes on the outside. They did this last year at times. This was a this was a slant, um, and they had slant flat on the other side, which is kind of like a rub, you know, that, that creates an open window, which was open, by the way. This was just an ISO, hey, Mike Williams, go win, and he didn't win. And it, it's that part seems really risky when you're running this fourth and one and a half with the game on the line. Yeah, the good, I mean, a lot of people are big mad at the call in the first place. You know, go for it on fourth and short to win the game rather than kick it away, but all that kind of stuff, right? Again, I don't think the call to go for it is a bad decision at all, unless you are factoring in the idea that the Chargers are weirdly terrible at these fourth and third and short plays, which they are, and they have been for a while. Um, But I don't think you can use that as a reason to stop doing them because there's no reason they should be that bad at these things. So what they need to do is to use the information, the data that is telling them to go for these decisions in the first place and turn that on the play calling and say, why do we suck so bad at this? Like, let's do some self-scouting on these third and fourth and short plays and figure out why we are so hopelessly inadequate at converting them because that's what's costing us the the win percentage points right now, not the decision to go for it in the first place. I think they're, rake, they're making the correct database calls and then screwing it up with the execution, which I think should be a fixable problem. We'll have more, as always, on the PFF NFL podcast. We'll go game by game, but the other things, you know, big stuff from week five. You've got Teddy Bridgewater lasting just a pass attempt before Skylar Thompson had to come in. Third string quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Jets win 40 to 17. Started Made a statement against the Dolphins' third string quarterback, but really nice job uh, by Zach Wilson in that offense. You have Kirk Cousins throwing away the lead, but then having his third, fourth quarter comeback in three weeks for the Vikings to win 29-22 against the Bears. And then the upstart Jaguars. Everybody was so excited about the Jaguars. They lose 13-6 to against the Houston mm. Texans. And excitement is waning in Jacksonville. It's, I mean, it just shows you should never buy into the Jags before they give you a good enough reason to. And that wasn't a good enough reason. Uh, is Trevor Lawrence the- still a top 10 quarterback? Question. Uh, we'll talk about it more tomorrow on the Buffalo Bills. Dominant. Over the Pittsburgh yes. Steelers. Josh Allen kicking it off with a 98-yarder and, and somehow it got better, I think, from there. So, anyway, we'll have the full story on the PFF NFL podcast. For now, it's our instant reactions for week five. It's the PFF NFL Daily. PFF NFL Daily.